0: Hello everyone, welcome back to Board Guy Rambles into Phone. This week's episode brought to you by Ricochet being an idiot.
1: Anyways. Uh
0: yeah, so let's talk a little bit about WrestleMania Backlash. Uh probably won't be too long of an episode here. I don't have too much I wanna say about this show. Uh and we're not talking about rock as I don't So, uh, first things first, I watched the uh, hockey game. Instead of this first, I watched this on the replay later. Not that I could have watched this show when it happened to begin with, because Peacock still doesn't have a watch from beginning option. Still doesn't. This is their third pay-per-view for WWE Live. And fourth, if you want to count TakeOver. And they... do not have a watch from beginning option. That is unacceptable. I can accept it for the first one, but the fact that you do not have it now, two months later, is garbage. Get your fucking act together. That being said, I'm happy I watched the Florida Panthers versus Tampa Bay Lightning game that I did when I did because that game was far more entertaining. It's one of the best hockey games I've watched in a very long time and it was way more entertaining than this show. Uh, admittedly, the last three matches were all good. But we hit getting there. Ugh. Uh, really... The first match was the Raw Women's Championship match, the Triple Threat between Rio and Asuka and Charlotte. And you know, it was all right when Asuka and Rio were facing off, but anytime Charlotte was directly involved with anything, it was atrocious. And I try to be fair to Charlotte on this on this podcast as much as I can. This might be the worst match she's ever had. I mean, maybe, maybe that's hyperbole. Maybe there's a worse one. It's entirely possible, and I just can't think of it. You know what? It's the second worst match she's had. The first worst match she's had is the, the tag team TLC match with her and Becky against Austin and Kyrie for the simple fact that she could not figure out the fuck out that Kyrie was injured and still ragdolled her multiple times. That's her worst match. Just from a uh, other, uh, her opponent's welfare standpoint. Uh, maybe that match is better, like, match wise, like, I don't know. But as far as taking care of your opponent, that's a worse match.
1: On the other hand, this match,
0: everything she did was terrible. I can't, like, she struggled to pick both Asuka and Rhea up on different occasions, uh, like just, just like right off the bat, she couldn't. She couldn't pick up Rhea. What are you? And like, took her two or three tries to even just get her up for a suplex. What are you doing? Uh, There's something else that looked really bad. Her double natural selection looked terrible. What is, like, what is going on? Her moonsault isn't even a moonsault. It's a it's a backflip where she, it's not even a, mo- like I said, it's not a moonsault. She does a backflip, and then she just kind of double, like, falls and, like, kind of clotheslines them. She It's not a moonsault. And it hasn't been a moonsault for a very long time. I mean, this isn't the first time where it's just been, she does a backflip, and her arms just, take them down like, like it's really just a backflip into a double clothesline. That's really all it is. Uh yeah. And then they like the, they double superplex her Charlotte, but Austin and Rhea did that. And then they're all up at the same time. It's like Charlotte. So like you should like They hit the double superplex, and Asuka and Rhea get up to their knees, and they're just kind of slapping each other around while they're on their knees. And within two seconds, Charlotte's up on her knees and taking part of this, too. It's like, Charlotte, you just got double superplexed. What the fuck? it did to them. Like, I realize that they also fell on their backs from uh, from all the way up on whatever rope it was. But you still got flipped over and slammed more forcefully than they did Take just taking a fall. Like, give it ten more seconds at least. You cannot be, like, they, they literally just got up to their knees, hit each other twice each at most And then suddenly Charlotte's up already. No. That's not how it works. You have to know how to sell by now. And people think she's the best wrestler in the world. Or the best women's wrestler, or top five women's wrestler in WWE history.
1: What are you on? Seriously. I want to know what
0: drugs you were on. They must be really, really good. I'd say I want some of them, but I really don't. Uh, and then the finish was dumb as hell. Like, uh, Asuka runs into a big boot from Charlotte. Charlotte's, like, on the, Charlotte's on the apron, and she big boots Asuka through the rope. So, like, she's kind of hanging backwards a little bit, and she hits the big boot on Asuka, her, like, her foot's between the top and the middle rope. Uh, So Asuka takes the big boot, and she just staggers backward a bit. Rhea hits the riptide. Cover, sir. Where the fuck is Charlotte? Rhea just wins. Like, Charlotte just decided not to, to hit to break up the pin. Like, I'm told Charlotte fell down. That's what I'm told. I didn't see it. It does so. It does. It doesn't appear that way. It just appears like Charlotte hit a big boot and then decided to fuck off. And just like, nah, I won't break up this fan. I'm not going to try to win this match. Dumb. Dumb. I do not care. I I don't care about a continued Charlotte versus Rhea, uh, Rhea feud. I do not care. Nothing good can come from it. Rhea wins. Then what? Charlotte wins. She faces Alexa Bliss? Regardless, nothing good can come from that. Raw Women's title, basically dead. Uh, Morrison and Miz are shown backstage, talking about the Lumberjack match, what to do. Uh... Uh, apparently the Wild Hogs attack Dominic backstage, which is whatever. Dominic is not an WWE superstar, so who cares what they do to him? Uh, they decide it's a handicap match, I guess. I don't know. So they do this. You know Dominic's coming, so you know the whole first part of this match is completely irrelevant. Uh, so I'm just sitting here... And I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting for Dominic to show up. Uh, at one point, Ray does his running splash where he goes under the bottom rope and lands on the person on the outside. Uh, yes, I mean, that happened. Uh, one second. Uh, char- chargers came out for some reason. Anyways, sorry. Uh, yeah. I mean, they did that. It didn't. And it looked like Ray's knee went like directly in Dolph's face. So that looked rough. Anyways, at at one point, Ray has like ends up like getting both of them to run into the middle turnbuckle in like opposite corners. Dominic finally shows up after like what uh, eight minutes at least, probably, Uh, maybe even longer, I don't know exactly how long the match was, but it was far too fucking long. They dragged both parts of this match out way too long, and they were just padding it for no reason. It's just like, we know this is, we know Dominic is coming, anyways, just get him the fuck out here. This is a trope you do all the time. If Dominic is so bad that you have to keep him out of half this match maybe you shouldn't be pushing him uh because i do not i not i don't care about your injury angle like i like i'm not you're not getting me to build sympathy on ray and want him to win because he's fighting so hard against two dudes i don't give a fuck about uh it's not happening i don't give a fuck about his opponents i don't want to see him them lose so badly that i look like, oh no they're both beating the shit out of this guy. I want this guy to win so badly. I don't give a fuck about them. I don't really want them to be champions, but I don't give a fuck about the Mysterios either. So, you're not really doing anything there that's gonna that makes me mo- like, like I'm so rooting for Ray. I'm just like, get Dominic out here and get on with the rest of this. Uh, so then Dominic gets out there and this still takes freaking forever. I'm like, Okay, I would have thought. Okay, Dominic's gonna tag in. He's going to do a hot tag. He's going to get a bunch of momentum, and he's going to win immediately. No, this is dragging on long, longer and longer. So I'm okay. Maybe they're good. They're good, still gonna lose anyway. At this, like the longer you drag this out, I think Wild Hog's are still gonna win. I know they're called Dirty Dogs, but they're called Wild Hogs as far as anyone that actually cares actually cares to call them. They're that shitty Tim Allen movie with them on motorcycles or whatever. That happened a long time ago. Look it up. Uh, and then uh, it kind of seemed like they were starting to tell it actually is somewhat interesting story and like, Oh, Ray really needs to tag, but his son is injured and he's not going to like, he, I'm like, okay, that's kind of interesting that like, I don't really care about this match, but it's at least a kind of interesting story. I'm like, okay, he doesn't want to tag him in because he's hurt, and he doesn't want him to get hurt any worse. So I'm like, okay, have that cost him the match. No, that doesn't happen. The match continues. I'm like... I'm like, he almost, said, he almost did something interesting there. And then, ultimately, Dominic tags himself in. I'm like, okay... Ray didn't want to tag him in, but he tagged himself in. Now have him get pinned, and, and like have that cost, have that cost him, because that, that you can make that work too as something at least somewhat interesting. I'm like, no, nope, they fucked that up too. I'm like, that doesn't happen. They no, they just Ray and Dominic win. That's it. I'm like then, like seventeen plus minutes. I'm like, y- you you dragged out both parts of this match. You almost told, did an interesting, an interesting story, but you fucked it up. The the benefit is that the tag titles are not on Dolph and Bobby Roode anymore, because fuck them, but it's still on the Mysterios, and I still don't give a fuck. I will never care about Dominic Mysterio. A tag title is literally on someone who is not actually a WWE superstar right now. I didn't know you could do that. I might as well be a tag team champion. I'm just going to walk around and say I'm the tag team champion now like Kane and Danny Bryan, Because apparently anyone could be a tag team champion now. Uh, that's apparently, apparently what it is. So, uh, I mean, ultimately I do think them uh, the Mysterios versus the Usos for the tag title should happen at some point. Just because, I mean, son and father versus brothers. Why not? See, eh, that that tells itself. Uh, just for the sake of it, it's just like you really think we care about oh, the first son uh, father and son tag team champions. No one gives a fuck. And if that story was as important to you as or that moment was as big of a deal to you, WWE, as you thought it was, why would you not do that at the next pay-per-view, because, now, we'll talk about the next pay-per-view in a little bit, but if this father-son moment was as big of a deal as you think it is, the next pay-per-view is on Father's Day! What are you doing? Come on, guys! At least, like F- Father's Day isn't new. It's the third Sunday in June every year. Your next pay-per-view is the third Sunday in June. <laughs> You're fucking idiots. You could have had that then, and the moment might have meant something. A title defense on Father's Day is whatever. Who cares? But if you watch it, like if this bit, moment was as big of a deal as you thought it was, I just, I just, I just don't get it. Anyways, <sighs> so Ms. Morrison backstage again. Morrison comes back from the the lumberjack room, and apparently they're zombies. Because I forgot to mention that the opening of this pay-per-view, like the opening video, was Batista shooting zombies. Intermittent with a bunch of just stuff from the, the past few weeks show happening. And I'm like, okay, this doesn't make any sense. Oh, Batista's in this movie with zombies in it that's debuting on Netflix, like, today or soon. And it's promoting the, it's the uh, sponsor of the pay-per-view. Okay,
1: I guess. Okay,
0: so the lumberjacks are all zombies. Uh who asked for this? I mean, didn't mean pre asked for it on Monday apparently, but like why are all the why are all the fucking lumberjack zombies just because it's promoting a pay per view. This doesn't make any fucking sense. By the way, that lumberjack zombie that came out from under the announce table wasn't actually a zombie, it was just Jerry Lawler. Let's just so we're clear, that wasn't a zombie. Just Jerry Lawler. Uh This wasn't a match. It was an advertisement. That's literally all I have to say about this. Well, I guess I should say a little bit more because Miz got injured during this match
1: and will be out seven
0: to nine months because he tore his ACL or something like that, and that sucks. Uh, he did this stupid bullshit, and, I mean, it had nothing, like, it didn't have anything to do with why he actually got the... Uh, what got the injury but still and like the zombies are just like pulling them out of the ring which is like the complete opposite reason of why what lumberjacks are there for and then like they're both kind of went out there at the same time and then they were kind of teaming up against them which was weird and then the zombies don't go in the ring until after the pin it's like oh you don't if you if you're dumb enough to just like pull them out of the ring, which is not what you're supposed to be doing, then why are you staying outside when to uh so you when you could just go in the ring and get them until but but you wait until after the match is over for that I don't get it like the only part of this that was even remotely interest fun was Morrison doing Morrison things when it came back. That was about it, yeah, it was an advertisement. It wasn't the match. Uh, And then I guess Morrison had a a handicap or a lumberjack match against Priest last night with actual wrestlers. So, I don't know. (sighs) Anyways. Now, I already mentioned about the next pay-per-view being on Father's Day, but apparently it's out of cell. Why? Now, I'm not really, I'm not mad that it's not, a, that it's not Money in the Bank. You can, you, apparently they're, they want to push Money in the Bank match, Money in the Bank back, so that they could have people, in the, people there for that. Okay. I can understand that. I can understand you wanting to have fans for Money in the Bank. I can, I can understand that, and they can't have it that day. Like, literally a day later, they could apparently, or something like that, but they can't, they can't have fans, or as many fans as they would like if uh, on the 20th. I can understand why you would want to do that. and I So, as much as I'm looking forward to Money in the Bank, I don't have a problem with you pushing that back a month again. We thought it would be this show. I don't have a problem with that. But why the fuck is it telling in a cell? Just throw whatever was supposed to be in July, in June. We just had Hell in a Cell in October. And you have nothing worth a Hell in a Cell match. Nothing happening right now. Now, I, I realize that for the most part, Hell in a Cell recently hasn't had anything hell on the film. Uh, regardless, Bailey versus Bianca was really good. No one's surprised. Uh, I mean, no one, no one's surprised at all. So uh, there was a little iffy in the very, very beginning, but it, it picked up and it was really good. I don't know if I would say it's the best match they've had. I would probably still put that as the first or, I don't know which one of the first two I would say was the better one. I, I I don't think I would put this as their best match, but it was still really good. Uh, I hope it continues. But, uh, I mean, Bianca kind of just uh, got a quick roll-up win. She used her hair, actually, to, for leverage uh, around one of Bailey's legs. So, uh, Bailey's kind of right that she kind of cheated. She didn't really – not really cheat, but it's not 100% fair – it's kind of like what Bailey did with the shirt with Naomi, uh with Naomi last year. It's it's I put it there. It's it's I, I don't I don't call it cheating, but it's not 100% like kosher. It's somewhere in between. Like it's just I'm being smart. Uh But yeah, it it was really good. Uh I don't know if I'd say it's the best match of the night. Maybe I it's not I wouldn't call it a match of the year contender unfortunately but it, it was really good uh, and again I hope this continues I w- like I wouldn't mind it being in Hell in a Cell if we're gonna have to have Hell in a Cell I don't really think it, we need to have Hell in a Cell for this but I won't complain about it you uh, could have that and then we can have Sasha attack Bianco said so. Something like that. Uh, Yeah. Triple Threat for the WWE title was better than it had any right to be. Uh, Admittedly, I enjoyed most, like, enjoyed this match. Still don't care about any of them after it, but I still enjoyed this match for the most part. Like, it was just, like,
1: high-octane
0: from the beginning. They just beat the living shit out of each other. Like, they didn't do anything, like, any kind of, like, slow shit where it's like, this is boring. Like, no, it was, it it was a hundred percent from the very beginning. Uh, Braun did a cannonball off the apron looked rough. I'm like, maybe don't do that again. I don't like you, but I don't want you to get hurt. Uh, That, yeah, that was rough. Like, then Bobby and Drew are fighting up by the top of the stage and I'm just waiting for Braun to run them both over. That didn't happen. Uh, Bobby went through in like under what would be bleachers if there were actual fans sitting there, I guess. And then it kind of got pretend electrocuted and then that took, took forever to, for Drew to just like walk away. I'm like, Drew, he's gone. Go fight Braun. Like, why are you, why are you hovering over hovering over here? Then he looked under there, and Bobby wasn't there. So he knew he was going to be back later, eventually. And then Braun and Drew fought for a while. Drew got power through the announce table. Then Braun ultimately hit the power slam. Did he? No. Never mind. Uh, Whatever. I I think Drew hit Claymore on Braun, but then Bobby came in and threw him out and then speared Braun, and that was it. Bobby retains. Bobby and Drew will continue. No one will care. It's like, suddenly, there's no hurt business, and I just, I I don't care about Bobby. Like, I don't care about Bobby anymore at all. I didn't care about him much to begin with, but I definitely don't care about him now. Uh, I don't need a hell in a cell match between them. I really, really don't. Uh, And then Roman versus Cesaro was really good. I don't know if I would have expected a oh Cesaro's arm is hurt match, and then just work over the work over that. Still really good. Uh, I kind of like I knew Cesaro wasn't winning, but like, did he have to lose clean? And then like immediately get relegated back to the mid-card. Just like, 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 Roman won no cheating, just beat him, that was it. Jey Uso wasn't even out there. Jey attacks him afterwards. Seth shows up. Seth then just beats the living shit out of Cesaro afterwards and hits him with a curb stomp after, like,
1: slamming his
0: arm in, in between a chair because Whenever a body part is between a chair now and it gets slammed and, like, someone kicks the chair or something, that's the ultimate sign of you're going to have a Hell in a Cell match now because, I mean, they did that with Sasha and now they're doing – they they did that with Seth and Cesaro now. It's like, oh, are they writing Cesaro off? No, they're not writing Cesaro off. They're writing Seth and Cesaro for a Hell in a Cell match for no reason. It's like they – Pat McAfee even said the he just said that Seth beat the hell out of Cesaro to close the show. And it's like, oh, ha! Huh, I see what you did there. You're ma- you said hell, so they're obviously having a Hell in a Cell match for no reason whatsoever. I mean, like you get, I guess that's your excuse for Hell in a Cell match. It's like they, what reason do they need a Hell in a Cell match for? And he'll be Cesaro will be back in two weeks with a with, with, uh, sling over his arm and just cut a promo sitting in a chair and just being upset about shit and then it's like Seth you attacked me whatever it's just like that worked well well for Sasha and Bailey, but <laughs> you just basically are doing the same thing here and it's just like eh, there's no reason for this you don't need a Hell in a Cell match for them it's just like they're just it's just like Oh well, Cesaro can't win the title because he wasn't going to. So, but now we did something with him, so we have to keep him where he is. We can't just we we can't just do nothing with him now. We can't just throw him away. He's got to do this, okay? He he's gonna have a, a Hell in a Cell match with Seth now. Then maybe he'll win money in the make, and then maybe he'll have another match with Roman at SummerSlam or something if he wins money in the make, maybe. I don't even think he's going to win a in the bank. I'm pretty sure Jay Uso is. I already talked about that last week. I just, I, I I don't understand. We didn't need a Hell in a Cell match. We didn't need a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. If you want to do another match with Cesaro and stuff, to so have a three-match series, okay, whatever. Just have extreme rules. That's normally We normally have extreme rules around this time. Why is this how it is now without extreme rules? There's no excuse for this. The last three matches were all good, but this show was a mess. It's so much a mess that I don't even think you're going to remember that it actually had three actually good matches on the show. Like, the first three matches were so bad, and it had a weird beatdown that didn't make any sense, and we're getting Hell in a Cell next. No. It's a bad show, Even even if it had... Even if three of the six matches on the show were good, the show is a is a mess. And you're telling me we couldn't have had the Fatal Four Way Intercontinental Title match on the show? Probably just like we already have two multi-person matches on the show. We can't have three. Why not? The show, maybe that tips the scale. This tips the scales for it being a bad show to a, at least an all right show. Maybe because that match is definitely going to be good. The four talents that are involved in that, it's going to be a good match. Like that. Like if you put that match on the show, it probably tips the scales until it's at least an all right show, even if there was some nonsense. Anyways, that that. That's WrestleMania backlash for you. I don't have anything else to say, say about that. Yeah, I already talked for 30 minutes, actually. So, long, this is a longer episode than I already thought it would be.
1: Uh, I'm glad I watched hockey
0: instead of it, though, first. Uh, if you're not watching the play, NHL playoffs, you're missing out. Uh, but, yeah, I, mean, I don't feel anything to talk about anything else, considering that it's already gone on for 30 minutes. So, uh if you watch WrestleMania Backlash, I hope you liked it more than I did. Anyways, uh, I don't know when the next episode will be. If I, I don't really feel there's pro, there's not much in wrestling right now that I feel like I need to talk about. So unless something like significant happens, uh, I might be a little bit. Or if I'm. Or if I'm up here next week or sooner than I thought I'd be, it's probably not gonna be about wrestling. Uh I wanna do a tournament episode. I might have mentioned that, but I don't know what the tournament will be
1: about because I
0: already I already did wrestling theme songs and I did movies. Uh I don't know what else I could put there and do a tournament on. If got any ideas, let me know. Uh So until whenever the next episode is, have a good one.